0: Oh, <laughs> I'm not on this episode. Enjoy your Valentine's Day.
1: Welcome to the Tuesday night podcast. Once again being taken over by your B team, the comrades. It's me, Logan. I'm also joined by Greg. Frontil Logan. Frontil Greg. And for this very special Valentine's Day episode, I'm also joined by my love, Billy. Frontil Billy. Frontil Logan,
2: I love you. Oh, I love you too. Oh, it's it's so mushy already. <laughs> well, I can get mushier. It's Valentine's Day and it's my birthday. Happy
3: birthday. Thank you, Cupid baby. Birthday, Billy.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's it's a lot of pressure on me. It is a lot of pressure on you. (laughs) Billy, you
3: need to you need to change your birthday.
1: No, Billy is looking at scores of presents right now, and they're all fucking choice. I'll just let you know.
2: He's had them in his living room for like two weeks now, and I can't do shit with them.
1: I mean, you could. I I'm not the person preventing you from opening those. I, I'm not one for pomp or circumstance. Front Hill, I say.
2: <laughs> yeah. Frontill all over the place.
1: So are any
3: of those games that you would play around or under or over or in between or next <laughs> to or beside a table?
1: I, I don't think there are any games, but this podcast is one about the stories we make while playing the games we love on, around, and even under the gaming table. Because we know that we are the B team, also the V team. The V team this week, yeah.
3: It's love week, although I'm not a big Valentine's Day person.
2: Oh, really? Why not? Because,
3: blah. (laughs) I mean, you have to because it's your birthday, but our anniversary is the 28th of February. Mm -hmm. So it'll be 26 years this year. (gasps) Oh! That generally is the one that we celebrate and like Valentine's Day has a lot of unnecessary pressure around it and right. a lot of people are making really stupid decisions on that day
2: <laughs>
3: and neither one of us are romantic in that way it's like eh. so we just sort of look at the end of the month and like that's our February date we avoided having our first date on the 14th and our first date was technically on the 28th
1: well there you go. That's and that totally makes sense. Why would you celebrate like the big love thing and then 2 weeks later have to celebrate the biggest love thing? Yeah. But that being said, I am a total sap and I love celebrating Valentine's Day and I I always complain that I have it rough cuz Billy's birthday's on that, but that I I really like celebrating Valentine's Day and his birthday on the same time. It's
2: it's cool. And you're so good at it.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. And I want to I want to let y'all know there's no combo presents. Like that's not allowed. Oh no. Billy does not allow that. You give presents for Valentine's Day? Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So, for us, it's the permission to give a present that's like wink wink, really, for both of you. You know what I mean? No. I'm kidding. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, when two people love each
3: other, each other very much, much. they get. I've told you the handcuff story, haven't I?
1: What? No. Oh, my. Now you will, though.
3: So, in my previous life, I was an actor, and I took acting classes. And one of the things you had to do was learn how to build an emotional connection to an object that you had never seen before. Because you have to do that in theater, whatever. They'll give you, like, a shoe, and you have to pretend like this is your father's shoe. And so, the teacher had us all bring in objects that we were gonna give to people in class and they would take it out and they'd develop a story run it and one person brought in a pair of fuzzy handcuffs. (laughs) And the teacher goes, Oh um what are those? (laughs) And they go, Well they're fuzzy handcuffs. You know for fancy sex (laughs) and fancy sex is
1: my favorite saying fancy
3: sex you know for fancy sex
1: valentine's day i would say is the day for fancy sex it's up there it's it's really the day for like hyped up sex that will no doubt be disappointing because you've put too much pressure on it but
2: eat after yes fuck first for sure fuck first eat after
1: So, do you all have, like, love games? I will say that gaming is actually a cornerstone of Billy and I's relationship,
2: for sure. Yes, for sure. Our first date was playing uh, Portal. Portal 2, yeah. Portal 2.
3: Yeah, video gaming is a big part of my relationship, but not board gaming so much. Because Brent, my husband, has very negative connotations with board gaming. Also, he has ADHD, the one that makes you focus, release hard. Oh. Uh. And so listening to complex rules is a very stressful thing for him. Oh. So we tend not to do that. Like, we do play some board games. Like, we just started Betrayal Legacy with a group of friends and some stuff that's simple. But a lot of hardcore gamers are really not understanding that it's hard for him to listen to a long string of rules. And so they get very frustrated with him, and then he just doesn't want to do it. And I don't blame him, and it's hard to sort of explain to people, like, he's trying to listen to you, he just can't.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we have lots of friends like that. Honestly, like, our core group, I would say, is more of like a casual thing. Wouldn't you say, Billy?
2: I would too, yeah. Very casual gaming. We leave the very complex Lots of Rules games to Logan and his bros <laughs> because they love the complex games that take an hour to set up and then you play them for 3 hours. Our group doesn't have that kind of focus. So, and and me specifically Logan likes to start with, well, let's just play a little bit. And I'm like, no, I need to know more of the rules before we get started. <laughs> I need to know if I'm going to screw something up before I'm having fun, because then I'm not going to have fun with it. I don't know.
1: It's hard to get all the rules out on the table before you even start playing for a lot of the games. Though, yeah, right? a lot of them. I, un-
2: I understand that, but still, I, I, li- I like to know a little bit of what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, I give you a little bit. You do. You do very well. (laughs) Yeah, I'm very
3: big on a lot of new players of saying, let's do a first round test run of the game and just play a first round where we're all playing and trying to explain the rules, and then we'll stop, and then we'll start the game for real.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
3: So that way, like, like it's built in the expectation, like, we're just going to play, because sometimes it's easier to explain the rules in context- than yeah. it is to sort of like explain it, and so if you can just say we're gonna play one round and it's a throwaway round, it's just for practice for learning, and people tend to relax more. It doesn't work for every game because sometimes it's like the first round seven hours, <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. okay, let's scrap that and start over again.
1: Right. That's and that's there's a fine line, right? And most of the games we tend to gravitate towards basically you could learn and play the whole game in ten minutes. Yeah, uh, is what our is what our main ones are. Okay, Billy. You don't know a lot of details about this podcast, I don't think. I don't think you regularly listen to this podcast, do you?
2: No, not regularly.
1: What are some of our favorite
2: games? Uh Century. Mm-hmm. Golem Edition is one of our big favorites. Mm-hmm. Um we love Downforce. That's one of my absolute favorite games. Mm-hmm. Um love that one. Uh Flam Rouge, we play pretty regularly. Well, not not regularly, but we've played it enough to call it one of our faves. Yeah. Um let's see. I, I I just wanted you to say the one that this podcast <laughs>
1: the premier <laughs> of. Um, What's one that's like themed with pee-pee in it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's Not Lemonade is one of our absolute It favorites. is a
1: very
3: good game.
2: <laughs> it is an awesome game.
3: I mean, it was made by the evil overlords that we're trying to overthrow, but on that one, they did a good job.
2: They did a great job. That is such a fun game. We always enjoy introducing new people to that. Because they're like, what? We're like, yeah, it's p." Just deal
1: with it. (laughs) But it's so easy to teach and so fun. It's like... It's the experience of poker without all the baggage of poker. It is. Which is... It's good. Yeah, it's very good. Anyway, that's... Yeah, the Tuesday Night Games, which is what this podcast is. Maybe the, uh, the Overlords will get comfortable in there yeah and then and and then yeah oust them <laughs> what are some games that you've enjoyed that we've played like as couple games
2: um you and i have played gloomhaven quite a bit
1: yeah i
3: like just that the one. two of us
1: most of the time we're doing video games yeah that's the
3: same over here especially since our friend group really likes jackbox games and it it's so easy and it's always so much fun
1: yeah we love jackbox as well Those sort of count. I feel like that's in the same spirit as tabletop games. Yeah.
3: They're the area where tabletop games and video games cross over. Like Jackpot Games is a great party game, and there are some great party board games as well. It's so rare to find a game that is just enjoyable for everybody. There's a
1: lot of misses in Jackpot Games, but there's enough (laughs) that they work really well. I think the most recent Jackbox is like the strongest entry in the series, personally.
2: Yeah. I agree. Which
1: one? Five? The one with um Madverse City, which is the rap battle game. Yeah, that's five. Yeah, that's and five. And it also has the presentations game. Patently stupid. That's like Patently
2: Stupid, yes.
1: That's definitely the one that my group has had the most fun with. Yeah. <laughs> Delivering presentations is amazing.
3: Madverse City and Patently Stupid are both very good. Zeepel is meh. Zeppelin
2: is the stupidest oh, thing I've ever it was seen. Awful. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
3: and split the room can be fun.
2: Oh, I love split the
3: room. Yeah, yeah um,
2: split the room. I enjoy, uh, although I'm not very good at it.
3: Yeah, well, I think the problem is, is split the room is a lot more fun with more people.
2: You yeah. you have to have all the players in because we d- we no usually fun. only
3: have like four. Yeah, yeah. and it's
1: kind of really easy to split the room. <laughs> We have enough to, like, get to audiences most of the time. Because we usually break out Jackbox at, like, larger parties that my friends throw. Although we did
3: find one of our favorites was from way back in 2 was Earwax. Earwax is solid.
2: Earwax. That one is fun. I remember that With, like, the sound effects?
3: Yes. Yes. That was a
1: really weird game. I laughed a lot.
3: It's really weird, but really funny. (laughs) And, like... It's a great warm up. I consider that's not lemonade a great warm up. Earwax is a great warm up. You don't have to think. You just have to sort of get creative with prompts. And then yeah. that kind of gets you into the mood to do other things. Like starting off with Quiplash, a lot of people are like, my brain is dead. I don't know. I'm not in this <laughs> mood. I'm not being funny. Yeah. But like earwax gets everybody laughing and loose and sort of thinking in creative ways. And then. And then you
1: spring Madverse City on them, yeah,
2: <laughs> my problem with Madverse City is I can never understand what the robots are saying when they're reading your <laughs> rhyme. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot understand them.
1: You have to read it on the screen. Yeah. And then if anything happens in the room while the robots are talking, oh, yeah, then it's all over. Like that person loses for sure.
2: It's inevitable that when we're doing that game, you've got all of your friends, Ryan and Sean, and all of them are laughing and cutting up, and I just, I can never hear it.
1: It's a strange game because everybody has to react. The real thing is like being like, oh, shit, when a real good rhyme gets thrown, but then also everybody has to be intently listening so they can know if rhyme is good. It's a
2: tough one for me. Yeah,
1: I want to flex, okay? So I did a rhyme.
2: (sighs) Here we go. Uh, Have you heard this one before, Greg?
1: Yep. Well, I think I saw it on Twitter. (laughs) That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about my best, my greatest rhyme ever, which was they asked for a scientist and I put Neil deGrasse Tyson and it was like, my brain's real big. I'm like Neil deGrasse Tyson. And then the couplet that I made was, you suck so hard, you're like a real big ass Dyson. And that fully rhymes with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I want you to absorb that. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) It's so... I'm so proud of that. I am that might be my greatest achievement. And did people not go for it? Is this the point? Oh no, no, no. That oh. I, I I everybody was like, meh. What? No, 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 no. That one uh, I think I won that one hands down. Did you? Yes. Yes. Okay. That was the one where you like slapped your hand on my back and congratulated me because I had finally done it. I had finally <laughs> won Mad Verse City. Finally. Because I I don't think I play to the crowd well, because yeah,
3: <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, that's a play to the crowd game real, real good.
1: I've only won one time in Verse City, and it was that time with the Neil deGrasse Tyson and Real Big Ass Dyson. That's a once in a lifetime rhyme right there, baby. I have a
0: topic. Excuse me, Sam, do you have the time? But of course, it'd be topic time. What's your,
1: <laughs> what's your topic?
3: Let's take a topic time commentary about couples at the game table, particularly couples where one half of the couple is the DM and one is a player.
1: What? I've never ha- Wait. Yes, I have had this. Yeah. We played- We've played before. Yeah. Yep. What
3: are some of the common pitfalls that you see with couples playing games together, particularly in groups?
1: Um, hmm. Maybe we are not aware of it because <laughs> we are the couple. But like sometimes definitely, especially if you're playing with multiple couples at the table on a thing like Catan, then I think if there's something that you could give out to anyone, you are either going to always give it to your partner or never, get to, never give it to your partner because <laughs> you don't want anybody to assume that you're just giving it to your partner because they're your partner.
3: Yep. I agree. Have you ever run into the situation where they have a language, especially for things like Pictionary, or Cards Against Humanity, or Apples to Apples? I mean, any game, you know each other well. Where people are like, okay, you two cannot be on a team, and (laughs) I have to explain, but he's terrible. (laughs) Oh, Because he can't remember names. Like, if we play the name game, which I think people commonly called Salad Bowl. It's where you just put a bunch of names in a bowl. Oh, Celebrity or moniker, Or Celebrity or Monikers or whatever. Yeah, the name game. He doesn't know people. The name is there. He's like, I have no idea who this is. And I'm like, I know you know who this is. He rhymes with real big-ass Dyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson? <laughs> I mean, that's what will happen. So we get separated off of team. Like, you two can't be together. I've also seen it with role-playing games where they're like, you always go way easier on them.
1: I I don't think I play favorites, but I'm very biased, and I think Billy is probably biased as well, but do you think I play favorites, Billy?
2: The time that we were playing D&D, no, I don't think you played favorites, and I don't think that I expected any special treatment either. You were the GM, and I was just one of the players, but I have definitely seen that before in the past.
1: I I could tell a story on myself. I... (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't know that I want you to.
1: <laughs> Spill that tea. No, yeah, I got to now, right? You got to yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead. So we had friends over. It was exactly that situation I was talking about where there was like multiple couples at the table. And the one couple took their turn and there was something random one of them could give to anyone at the table and of course they gave it to their partner and it was like oh that's so adorable and then it came to billy's turn and billy had a thing that he could randomly give to anyone and he gave it to somebody else and i got i got hurt i was just like (laughs) (laughs) i really took it personally (laughs) and it was a real it was a bad moment for me and i regret it because it was so stupid, but I just was like, no, you were supposed to send it to me. You don't love me. Ah. That was, that's my bad couples moment at the gaming <laughs> table. All
3: right. So with that in mind, topic time, what are tips or tricks couples can take to avoid those situations?
2: Hmm.
1: Well, it hasn't happened again since that time. What have I done differently, Billy?
2: Um, I I don't know. I would in my mind, I try to keep it where you're just another player, Yeah. but I definitely sometimes feel like I don't want others to think I'm being soft on you or, or giving you an advantage in any way. So I think sometimes I might try to push that opposite direction a little bit and make sure that sometimes I don't give things to you.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think that actually works out fine. Cause as long as you give me kisses afterwards, they'll be,
3: yeah, will be
2: okay. I'm all about that.
1: I
3: sort of think you should have that understanding of how each other games like a lot of couple conversations don't be afraid to say like I don't enjoy playing this game with you (laughs) because of these things happen absolutely (laughs) or when we play these games understand that this is how I approach the game and I'm going to be probably more competitive than you like and I may not play to you and we need to be okay with that because I do think Games are such a fun thing to do as a hobby. Yeah, that's the whole purpose. And you want to share it with the person that you love, but yeah. be mindful that sometimes the person that you love does not want to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and
2: be okay with that. Absolutely. I forget which game it is now, but there is one game I will never play with, Logan. <laughs> and Twilight I and I Imperium? Remem- <sighs> no, I don't remember what it is. Logan, you'll have to Jump in if you can remember. I I don't know which one
1: you're forbidden. It, it was
2: just one of those where I could not abide by the way he was playing it or the way he talked to me while he was playing it or something. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was... The, uh, and, uh, man, I wish I could remember it. I mean, I know it makes the, very the poor mind. podcasting to not know the freaking game you're thinking about. But... There is that one game, and I, I refuse to play it with him, and if I remember it, I'll tell you what it is. But
1: I, I know that the mind had a a while yes. where we weren't going to touch that anymore. Yeah,
2: we, we definitely had a falling out with that one. That was one of those, <laughs> let's just play a little bit and you'll get it. And no, I didn't get it. Uh-oh. I got upset, and I snapped at him, and I chewed his head off. Everyone at the table's eyes got really big. <laughs> <laughs> and they pushed away from the table. We're like,
1: we're not gonna play the mind anymore.
2: It wasn't pretty, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we have since grown to love the mind as, yes. as a group. I think the main tenement there is like this game is just for fun, and there's no stakes. <laughs> and you have to keep that in mind.
3: I you know I see this a lot, where husbands or wives are trying to introduce their husband, wife, or significant other. To like d and d, like I'm gonna run them through this, and I sometimes think, okay, maybe you should just have somebody who's not you, <laughs> yeah, teach yeah. them and be okay if they don't like it, yeah <laughs> for sure,
1: billy was a was a big time nerd before I even met him, so it was I mean we both had had plenty of d and d experience before we got together,
2: Uh yeah, I was playing d and d before he was born, so oh damn,
3: oh, so was I, I think <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a couple of things, like, just because you like it doesn't mean the other person has to, and it doesn't mean that something's wrong if they don't. Yeah,
2: Exactly. So
3: it's okay to have a hobby that is just yours and that they aren't on board with. And it's also, even healthy. Yes, and also people... It's okay to let your other person go off and play games.
1: That's also healthy.
3: That's also oh, healthy. Yeah. They can have that interest, and like, it ruins it for a lot of people, especially if you're like, springing on them at a party, and they're like, "I don't want to play that." Like, let them go. Like, they can go. Yeah. yeah. Like,
2: oh yeah, exactly. That and that has happened to me before. Like, we'll be at an event, one of. His uh, group, friend group's uh, parties or something, and they'll all go with, hey, let's do such and such. And I'm like, well, yeah, y'all go ahead. I'll watch. And, I, and you know, sometimes Logan's like, oh, no, play with us. I'm like, no, I, I really just want to watch. And it's got to be okay that I just want to watch this.
1: <laughs> so, Billy. Yes, sir. Without spilling the tea on the plot, because, spoiler alert, but that plot is going to be on VREcast soon, and then also maybe on this feed? I don't know. We'll see. But how did you like playing Sean McCoy's Mothership?
2: I enjoyed Mothership a lot. Mind you, I was playing D&D before you were born.
3: Yeah, so...
2: (laughs) It was... For me, sort of another—I don't know—it it felt like D and D to me. Yeah, honestly, because the the um, system was similar enough, I could get my head wrapped around it in similar ways. And I haven't played D and D in a in a while. We played a very small adventure with some friends of ours. Not with long Lee. Ago, you
1: might be familiar with Lee
2: if you listen to Very Random Encounters. Lee and Justin, but uh, we we didn't. It didn't last long. And uh, we didn't get very deep into it. And that was really the first it- that I've played d d since, like, 1992. <laughs> so it- it's been a while. But this game really gave me that same feeling, and I loved it a lot. Awesome. So look forward to that, Greg.
1: I play with you every week, Logan. Yeah, but... You know I have a good time. Yeah, but specifically Mothership, it's coming. Yeah, have you
2: looked at Mothership at all, Greg?
1: Yeah, I own it it's fun i like the setting it's
3: i'm excited to play it it's not a setting that i like outside of the fiction i'm not a big aliens fan or Hmm. movie like i can't do horror movies me neither but when i'm playing a game it's different i can get into it so i'm looking forward to it because i think the genre sounds interesting also i think it sounds really interesting to me because i don't Know a lot about it, like I've watched Aliens. Close my eyes for a bunch of the parts, but because <laughs> I can't do gore, it doesn't matter how fake it looks. It's not fake when I dream about it,
1: <laughs> and that's the <laughs> exactly. problem.
3: It doesn't matter that it's fake on the screen. My brain will turn that into something to torture me with. Oh, I'm good with it with as in an abstract because I can abstract it in a game. I can find that fun I can find exploring those themes fun but like watching it or interacting with it in a visual way is a no bueno
2: yeah I, I, I get that the um, the idea behind the game is sci-fi horror but it could so be done sci-fi without horror yeah easily enough Yeah, that um, it could be a
1: Blade Runner
2: yeah it definitely doesn't have to go t- in that direction and that's what I liked about it I do love me some Blade Runner so much Oh my God, Blade Runner has been, since my childhood, my absolute favorite movie of all time. In fact, my niece tells a story of every freaking Saturday of her life, we watched Blade Runner. <laughs> she just wanted to watch the Smurfs. No. But no, it was Blade Runner every weekend.
3: <laughs> I bought a friend of mine, the umbrella that lights up, like in Blade Runner. I bought that. Oh. That was on sale for Thin Cake for a while, and I bought that for a friend of mine. It was real cool.
1: Oh,
2: wow. That sounds awesome. I loved the recent incarnation of the Blade Runner 2049. I did, 2049. Too. That was so good. It was hey, very I, good.
1: I think that that's still like a moody sci-fi thing, and I think that still fits in with the ship. You know, I mean, like, the system can work for pretty much anything. Like You could make yeah. that D10 roll under system work for almost anything. But I liked, it gave me permission to write some weird stuff and make you go through horrors and for me that's very interesting
2: yeah and it was fun I I think the guys that played it with us all enjoyed it and we all scratched our heads at the same points where (laughs) we were like I don't know what the hell this is leading to but (laughs) let's go it was fun
1: okay the last thing is we should probably do a sponsor's take but I don't have anything to say about the Game Crafter
0: (laughs) Sponsor's for sponsoring us send us free stuff for money and we'll talk about your stuff but only if we like it
3: (laughs) i've heard they're very very good i will say this i don't know a lot i'm not a game publisher at all by any shape or form but i do know that service, because I know so many people who use it for prototypes, who use it to test things. Like, I have a friend in Japan who is using it because he's building a card game. Everybody I know who uses it immediately loves it. And it's like, this is so easy. Mm -hmm. This is so great. And if I ever develop something, I would probably go there and and say, hey, help me. So the fact that me, a person who only writes role-playing games... (laughs) <laughs> knows about it and knows only positive things speaks to the higher quality that they have. They are a force of good for people trying to break into the game thing or get
1: their idea out. The idea that I can make a very high quality prototype makes me way more apt to go down this path of like, I want, I, I've got a bunch of games that I'm thinking about making in various degrees of, in the process of, but it, but that's where I'm going when I do it. And also one of the most fun games that we have collectively, one of the most fun experiences has been this house is haunted and that's a hundred percent. That's, that's from Game Crafter. It's only on Game Crafter. And yeah, Billy, you can attest to that, right?
2: Oh yeah. That is, yeah, that, that is such a fun game. And it wouldn't exist without the Game Crafter. Well, there you go. (laughs) Thank you, Game Crafter. (laughs) You You have definitely, uh, Fueled a few scary and scream-filled moments in my house.
1: I think that's a good
3: Valentine's Day episode, huh? It is. Love to everybody, all of our comrades. Love to you. May your Valentine's be full of Frontil.
1: Love and
3: hill, Greg. Love and Frontil, Logan.
1: Love and Front Frontil,
2: everyone. <laughs> Love and Frontil, Billy. Love and Frontil to you, baby doll. oh Aww. My sweet baboo. Oh, I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) puke.
1: Well, before everyone needs insulin shots, I think this episode is finished. Oh, Billy was going to do it. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Go for it.
2: Finished? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one.
0: Well, that wraps up another episode of the Tuesday Night Podcast, episode 168, a very B-team Valentine's Day. So thank you so much, B-team. B's for bitching, because you all rock. Please send us your comments, questions, name tonight tonight's submissions. Email us, podcast, at TuesdayNightGames.com. With a K. If you want to support this podcast, there's a couple of ways to do it. The primary way is share the shit out of this episode. Share it on social media. On your Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the heck you're using. Share the shit out of it. Friends, family, enemies alike. That's right. Enemies too? What? Yeah. Nothing like sending a hate valentine. You're going to hate this enemy. Here's an episode of the Tuesday Night Podcast. Also, follow us on that same social media. At PlayTKG. Last but not least, give us all your stars. We want you to review this podcast on iTunes. Hey, you know what else? Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.